Initiating update. Three, two, one, go. Greetings and salutations, everyone. Welcome to Nerd on the Podcast <laughs> uh, update show, where we are going to share with you the nerdy news that we care about for this week, and then the second part of the show, where we're going to answer questions. Uh, we don't introduce the host at all, Corey. Uh, no, and, Tom. Uh, so we don't. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and start off then. I'm going to okay. start off, please, because this show is going to be a little different. This episode's a you know we're a little uh, shorthanded in a way. Uh, we're missing some of our hosts, and we miss them um, dearly. And we we did not have anything to do with their disappearance. Uh, but today, of uh, all days of the day of this recording, uh, this is when news likes to drop some some bombshells, and uh, it wouldn't be a nerd on update show without me being the DC boy. The DC boy. There he is. He's here. DC. I'm going to bring all the the DC boy. I have all these toys. I just have so many DC toys. Anyways, um, without uh, some interesting things. So we're like at this point of the recording, uh, the time comes out. We're days away, days away from DC fandom. Um, the, the, The second year of when uh, DC has provided their own kind of Comic-Con experience, their own Hall H experience for everyone to watch it at the convenience of their homes and the safety of their homes. Um, but also they get all the stars together, all the comic book writers, all the animators, all the things about shows that we love. We talked about it a couple weeks ago. And uh, yeah, it's it's turning out to be pretty exciting. There's a lot of rumors that a new The Batman trailer will come out. The Flash has just... And like a uh, long one too, they're saying. Like it's going to be a... We'll possibly. see, I hope. Yeah, I hope. Um, Be nice. The, I think uh, Black Adam has just wrapped shooting. The Flash has just wrapped shooting. So we probably won't get anything there other than maybe some stills or something like that, or maybe like a full list of the cast. Um, it looks like there are going to have appearances from the cast of uh, Black Adam, particularly with Pierce Brosnan. So that those like, you know, it's going to be kind of interesting, people of interest. But today's story really kind of comes from uh, some news that dropped up from DC Comics proper. Um, and I always really kind of like keeping an ear to uh, or a finger on the pulse with the comic books just because that is the source material. That is Mother's Milk. That is where you know we get these 75, 80 years worth of history of these characters and the evolution of these characters. And recently, um, Tom Taylor, who has taken the reins of writing the Superman comic books. Now, uh, for you guys listening who are not, you know, familiar with Superman comic books, uh, you know, it all started with action comic books, and then there was the Man of Steel comic books, and there's a bunch of a, been a bunch of different comic books. So you know, there's Superman Red Blue, you know, all in and and now currently in its iteration, uh, the Superman title um, is Superman Son of Kal El. So it follows the story of Jonathan Kent or John Kent at this point, who after in the events of Rebirth has traveled through time, aged up. Now he's like, I think 18 years old. I think he's going to college at this point. Um, And today, uh, at the time of this recording, uh, Tom Taylor uh, tweeted out and was able to share with the world that Jonathan Kent is now, uh, has come out as bi. So um, it, it was a it was a big deal, especially because of uh, National Coming Out Day. Uh, of a lot of people who are part of the LGBTQ community uh, have been able to kind of celebrate, you know, being able to come out. And a lot of people did, you know, mention of like, hey, th- this is a very important day to to live authentically to yourselves. And if you can afford to come out, then it's a wonderful time, and uh, it, it, the world's a better place for it. Um, trying to it, it create empowerment for that. And uh, obviously, we live in a uh, world society. Where, 
where we can't just be happy for people. And, you know, with Tom Taylor's words in particular, the writer uh, of this comic book, uh, the comic run said that everyone deserves to see themselves and their heroes. And this also kind of comes out um, a little bit on the heels of uh, Tim Drake coming out as bi too um, a few weeks, almost a month ago. And uh, combo community tends to always get split down the middle. And it's always really kind of a, a reminder of how far we've come, but also how much work we need to do. Um, and I, you know, I'm all for characters evolving, characters reflecting our society and how it looks like and how it acts like and how it sounds like. My big um, kind of challenge or burden or you know, responsibility to be placed on DC with this is that I hope more writers who identify in the LGBTQ community can now contribute more in that sense where um, now if we're wanting our characters like, you know, Calderam, Aqualad from Young Justice, when mm-hmm. he came out as bi, it was like, oh, it's a big deal. Um, hopefully it reflects that way internally too with uh, the assistants and the story producers and the and the artists and the writers. Um, so I'm, I'm all for it. And uh, the only bit of news is that it came out, it was cool, and then people got mad, people were happy. But uh, yeah, we just, we just got some Such as any news this way. Some people got mad, some were happy. Yeah. Uh, that's unfortunate. Uh, I'm for it. Uh, if you guys aren't for it, then I mean, read your comic books that you want to read. You don't need to slander, you know, characters who are you know building their legs to to, sure. to reach new heights. And I think we need to have more space for those uh, stories. So that's that's my news. Go ahead, Corey. Uh, well done, Tom. Uh, mine is not as uh, as as positive. Uh, I mean, it is in a sense, <laughs> but it has to do with murder, like serial murder. The Zodiac Killer uh, has been um, identified, and I'm going to air quote this because the FBI, uh, police and the FBI and the U.S. have dismissed what has been found and still state that the case is still open um, because uh, because of some circumstantial evidence that's been used to prove this. However... A, uh, an unofficial investigative investigative team uh, called, let me open my notes back up. This is the very uh, case breakers, excuse oh. me, uh, said they believed that the Zodiac was a man named Gary Francis Post, that's P-O-S-T-E, uh, who was a retired Air Force serviceman and a house painter who died in 2018 was in fact the Zodiac Killer. Uh, they released uh, a statement saying that they reached their conclusion uh, based on some photos uh, and and decrypting one of the messages by knowing his middle name. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was like perhaps the missing link through all of this. And by using his middle name, they were able to change the code to make sense and figure out who it was. Um, there are some people who have kind of come out since saying that, yeah, that tracks. I knew Gary and he was pretty aggressive and he was pretty, he had a few very rabid followers. Um, but all in all, pretty interesting. Uh, especially cause I'm a fan of the movie Zodiac mm-hmm. by David Fincher, uh, with Jake Gyllenhaal, Robert Downey mm-hmm. Jr., Mark Ruffalo. Uh, but yeah, it's one of those things that, you know, my whole life, it's always been kind of the joke of like, Oh yeah, I never find the Zodiac. So it's kind of interesting to me that, they may have. Um, I'm, I'm uh, obviously, again, remaining, trying to remain pretty neutral as the FBI and, and a lot of the U.S. officials have said no. You know, using that circumstantial evidence uh, doesn't really prove it. If, if we can prove this evidence to be solid, hard fact, 
then yes. But seeing as he's deceased, uh, we don't know. Uh, but but for a brief couple hours there before the U.S. government released their um, statement, I was pretty stoked. I was like, they did it. They they got the guy. Uh, but he's dead. So what are you gonna do? Anyway, for those true crime lovers out there, we we we, we may have done it. That made the greatest mystery in true crime maybe uh, over. So that's my news. What are you laughing so at, Tom? For the audio listeners, I am watching this on stream and I'm seeing the side of Corey's face. So it's kind of like I'm not really interacting with them, although the people who are on the stream are seeing us and are just our fa- our straight faces. Yeah, he's and got so a looks camera like, over this way. Well, it just looks like that I'm watching an actual podcast right now. And I'm like, <laughs> this is some Alex Jones, like we're like conspiracy theorists. He's making the frogs gay. <laughs> so I'm just saying, I'm like, it's like, so we that's don't what he know said, right? quite yet. Yeah, he did say that. <laughs> he, and so it's just like us, you know, obviously doing our due diligence of having our own levels of skepticism, but also like hoping that the case is solved. Um, but it's like watching this and I'm like, I'm more upset we- about how accurate my Alex Jones was than anything else. <laughs> like The fact that I could snap into that so quickly is more upsetting to me than, than most things. But uh, uh, I digress. Well- yeah, so we'll move on to uh, the second part of the show, the last part of the show, where we're going to go and take uh, questions from the audience. Now, right. uh, the questions I'm going to read are the pre-selected ones that were given to us via uh, our Discord, our uh, questions, uh, uh, or yeah, questions at nerdon.tv. Well, there's nerdon dot, uh, nerdon.tv backslash questions, which there is where is. you can submit it, if that's yes. what you were referencing. Yeah, not a website <laughs> or not not an email, but a website. Nerdon.tv backslash questions. But there is a questions at nerdon.tv, actually. Yes. So um, either so, one will work. Or through our Discord channels. Um, so if you're part of our Nerdon Nation, uh, then you get priority by joining our Patreon. Mm-hmm. Or if you're part of our general uh, community on Discord, then there's a place to put that in there. And it's also put into this bank that we yes. uh, select. So, so like Tom said, to- if you are a part of the Nerdon Nation, you get what we call a Nerdon nudge. And your questions get asked first. Such questions as Jeremy M asks if pharaonology were true, which region of your skull would protrude the most? In other words, what do you feel is your most dominant mental or personality trait? Now, Corey, do you know mm. the pharaonology map of your skull? Mm-mm. No. So, so I should go- look it up real quick. I-, I have it up here. Okay. Um, and it's interesting. So it's like, Got blue and red and yellow and green. Is it pH? And, uh, yeah, pH. Uh, R E N O L O G. Okay, I'm looking at it here, and you'll see like a skull. It's kind of like this, like nice little artist rendering. This one here. Like, yes, and it's got like destructiveness on over the ear. It's got combativeness oh, yeah. behind the ear. Perspectives over the eye. Tune, time, locality, all this stuff. So I'm just gonna go based off this because uh, Jeremy M is uh, too smart of a of a of a nerd. Too smart for me five so. me, three smart so, five me. That's what I meant to say. <laughs> See, I'm an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> so yours is. <laughs> um, so if I'm gonna go based off that, what do I think? Uh, which lobe or which area of my brain protrudes mm-hmm. the most? So just for our listeners who are also unfamiliar with this, who haven't looked it up while they're listening, um, there's places like friendship and conscient- uh, consciousness and firmness and benevolence, human nature. Like, it's not really like what you imagine of like kindness and firmness. It's, no. it's like a lot of stuff. So it's like, well, it's got continuity. It's got creativeness. It's got ideality. So it's like, oh, I don't know exactly. Yeah. Um, just looking at the picture by itself, 
I think the region that that protrudes most in my my mind, my brain, my head would probably be maybe just for I think I have some comparativeness. Corey always has to uh, keep me on my toes and say uh, com- com- uh, comparison, comparison is a thief, is of, a thief joy. of joy. So uh, I, I tend to compare myself to things. I compare myself to others and never in a downward way. It's always in a way that is inflicted on me uh, that I could be doing better in life. I compare mediums to each other. I compare things within mediums to each other, like uh, like films or books or how stories are told, uh, how one relationship affects the other, or you know how they are in, in retrospect. One food spot versus another food spot. Mm-hmm. Um, I tend to compare a lot just because I feel like uh, having empirical evidence to compare two things provides uh, a narrative where you can make your assumptions and. Uh, and uh, opinions. Uh, so I would say that. So comparativeness. The, so what part of your face would uh, bulge forward is the top, the crown of your the, forehead. Right here. And you know what? I did find out in the 23andMe that I share like right more here. DNA right with... Where your uh, hairline meets. Yeah. I share more DNA with Neanderthals than most people. So I'm like, cool. Sweet. Cool, cool, cool. So cool, I'm cool, less cool, evolved. Tight, tight, tight. I'm less evolved. <laughs> cool. Uh, mine would be... Probably... Ideality. Mm-hmm. I feel like I base my, a lot of my choices in life off like uh, off what I think is important and what I think the ideal situation for something might be. Like off the shoulds. I, I've I've left a lot of jobs because I'm like ah uh, my my if my life equals this I will look back on my life at eighty and be like that sucked. I wish I'd done anything else. Um, so uh yeah that that part that part would be like right here right at the Which, right yeah, above you're growing, your side you're growing this way <laughs> my my brain would be growing so i'd be like a hammerhead shark almost or like a, a katamari looking character. yeah beautiful katamari <laughs> that's it that's it uh so i think that would be mine Good uh, question. i like that question. next question uh this question comes from brad shout out um since halloween is coming up do you guys have a favorite creepy pasta? I'm partial to video game ones myself, but I really love the I'm a search and rescue officer for the US Forest Service stories. What? I'm yeah. an officer? I, I, I'm a search and rescue officer for the US Forest Service stories. Interesting. Um, I, don't I don't know what these like are. A, I don't have a creep of pasta in mind particularly, but I do have the, the, the one or the one page horror stories. Oh, these are just people who were rest search and rescue officers for the Forest Service who have told their stories. Oh God, no! For finding like missing people and stuff like that in the forest. I think oh. that's if I. I mean, write us in, make sure that we're getting that right. But what I found off a quick Google search is that's what it, what it is. It's like, hey, this is what I do for a living. Here's what I've seen. Uh, that's a that's a good one. That's a good I want one. everyone who's listening. To look up a creepy pasta and then send it to us on our Discord. Yeah, and I, please. We could just read them off of like our like general chain because creepy pasta is interesting because I definitely feel like someone's definitely writing these, but there is that fun escape of like, oh, these are these could be people, uh, and some of them might be real and true because I feel like like video game creepy pastas. Uh, have you heard of the the plebeus? 
Mm-mm. No. The plebeius was like this arcade cabinet in like, I forget, it's like, mi- I think middle America, but like, it was like an arcade cabinet that like, would like abduct kids or something like that. Jesus. And there's like a whole podcast like around that thing. And I think those are, those are absolutely fascinating, but um, no, I, I don't have a creepypasta that I, I, I've read. I have a couple. I mean, I have the one that's like, my biggest fear is having someone walk up to me and, and, and like I've read this a few times and being like, "Please wake up, please. We want you to wake up." Oh, and then and like walking away because there there have been people, uh, or at least in this creepy pasta thread that I was reading, there have been people who were in comas and they said that they were dreaming and that people in their dreams were being like coming up to them and saying, "You need to wake up," but in reality, it was people in the real world asking them to wake up, uh, and their subconscious was uh, telling them through dreams and stuff so that one always like gave me chills when i read that at night be like you need to wake up please uh but the one that got me and i'll I'll admit i haven't gone back and read it recently but this is like 2011 i want to say maybe 2010 Mm -hmm. uh i'm gonna in fact i want to look this up so i get this right um yeah 2011 uh and i'm gonna botch this but it's a web comic and it's called the bong chan dong ghost oh and i remember reading this and it's uh one word b-o-n-g-c-h-e-o-n dash d-o-g-n uh d-o-n-g excuse me ghost and um it's an urban story from japan but it, it uses a web tune uh format to tell the story Mm-hmm. And I won't spoil anything because I think everyone should check it out. Uh, unless, I mean, it's got a little jump scare in there. So, you know, trigger warning for that. Um, but it creeped me the hell out. And I've never, like, it's burned into my my retina about it. <laughs> um, so it's it's a creepy little ghost story that floated around the uh, the internet in, in the early 2010s, 2011. Uh, but check it out if you're if you're into scary stuff, you know. Okay. Um, oh, maybe I'll post a link in our Discord. Yeah, post a link on the Discord. Uh, for me, I'll just share one. Uh, I, I show I did this with Corey like a couple years ago, where we I was just at his place and we were reading these two sentence horror stories. Um, yeah, I absolutely love them. So I, I I found one which I really liked was um, I woke up to hear knocking on the glass. At first, I thought it was the window until I heard I heard it come from the mirror again. And that's it. And like there are these two little short little horse. My favorite one is uh, I heard my mom call me from downstairs as I ran. Someone snatched me into the closet. It was my mom. She said, I heard it, too. Yeah. Um, Scared the shit out of me. Like that gives me goosebumps to this day. Yeah. Um, I heard it, too. I think. uh, Yeah, there's a bunch of them. If you just look up like two. I forgot about the two sentence horror stories. Those are so good. They're so good, and there's actually a Netflix uh, series of them. Yeah, um, I know. I think. I think. Uh, yeah, we I think. I, yeah, I showed it. To, I sent it to you, and I was like, "Oh man, we should have jumped on this." We thought uh, about it, and we never followed through. That's what we get. Um, but yeah, they're they're really fun. I think they're really short and cool, and uh, like you could just share them and read them with your friends and all that stuff. And you're like, "Ooh, you know, it's kind of like scary stories to tell around a campfire." But you just, you know, they're two sentences, and they're done. Um, those are the ones I got, and I, I'd recommend anyone to go check those out. Uh, next question. Yeah. Okay, this one comes from T Dog eighty two eighty two. Shout out. Which are you more excited for? Witcher season two, Spider Man three, or Kingsman, which is Kingsman three? Yeah. Uh, 
Hmm. Probably. What was the first one? Witcher season uh, Witcher, two. Witcher season two, Spider Man three, or Kingsman. S- Spider Man three. Yeah, same. Spider Man three. I, I feel Spider-Man like three. I feel like you know Witcher is going to have its heyday. I think it's like definitely absorbing that space that like Game of Thrones have has left. Um, but Spider Man three, No Way from Home. Like we never got a third film with Andrew Garfield, and you know not a lot of people really find the Tobey Maguire one too favorable. But also this one promises to kind of have the two others in there without ever actually fully announcing them. But also like you know, uh, yeah, I feel like multiverse stuff, having a Spider Man that interacts with other Marvel characters is something that a lot of people look back at the old ones and kind of miss. Um, it's something that I enjoy out of these ones because I got the Tobey Maguire ones and I love those films so uh, differently um, yeah. because they are so con- you know confined within that world. But like this right. will be kind of fun to see where all those characters are and who's going to show up in them. And, you know, so. Yeah, yeah I mean, definitely at least whether or not any of that stuff is true or real. Um I would say uh, that that at least seeing Alfred Molina again is pretty pretty sweet. Yeah, no, and um, you know I don't want to. No, if I even mention anything, I'm like it's going to be a spoiler, so I'm just not going to say anything um, because yeah, uh, that's how the internet is, and I don't want to be a spoiler person. But yeah, Spider Man three. Um, so now we have gotten through all of the pre pre bank questions. Yeah, what are some questions we can get from the chat? starting now i have one from a few weeks ago but i want to see some people in the chat throw some questions our way on anything on any topic um and we're gonna have we're just gonna have a conversation about it um and we're gonna shout you out on the on the show because obviously we're gonna read off your name uh but the first question is actually gonna be from talent of the dragon so when is the nerd on spinoff show focusing around Corey's family with the rest of you being the other members coming and going from unrealistic three-story house i'm sorry what <laughs> it's it's a big question um hold, so hold when... on one sec uh, so <laughs> hey, <Dana? Yeah>. <laughs> thank you i could just i see that we're picking up dishes you know mark this time tom <laughs> no this is staying uh, in staying in all right staying we're in. doing dishes. it live look everyone we all know that we're That's all recording true. this from home. We're all recording People from have home. lives and stuff. And Daniel's just like, I got to do some dishes, baby. I got to do some dishes. Is the best. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, okay, so this question. So when is, so a time, mm-hmm. the Nerd On spinoff show focusing around Corey's family with the rest of us being members oh. coming and going from this unrealistic three-story house? I see, I see. So when, like, the baby comes, when's the spinoff series happening? Yes. Where it's like nerd on and a baby, like yeah. three men and a baby. <laughs> yes, that's what uh, I'm... well, the newest member is coming February. Mm. Um, so you know, once she gets her lines down, however long that takes, yes. I guess that's when that's happening. And the and the world knows, uh, yeah. she's a she, she's a she, it's a she, she's she's a she, she's a she, um, uh, yeah. So, uh, I feel like you know, I, I really just want to make sure that, uh, Everyone could really embody in the roles, you know, for a little bit. And we're going to have to, yeah, definitely get get her acting chops up there a little bit. You know, I think mm-hmm. there's good potential, but, you know, She's I want to stretch make sh- into it, you know? Yeah. And I don't, I don't want her to be, you know, at Meryl Streep level where, like, she doesn't really have to try and she just wins. But a little bit more like Jennifer Lawrence right before Silver Lane's playbook <laughs> where she really had to prove herself and she was like, I'm, I'm going for it. But also, I'm not trying that hard. I, it's just what I do, baby. And I want fries. And then so she can gracefully <laughs> fall up the stairs. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah. It, very simple. Very, very simple. 
So probably uh, f- probably six months. Yeah, probably probably in two months after today <laughs> before the <laughs> baby's born. Um, no, I mean that. I feel like that would actually be the pilot episode. It would be like you guys, you know, you know, all of us living in this crazy place, getting ready for the baby to happen, and at the end of the episode, the baby pops out. Yeah, and like that's something. That's like I like the that whole show. I like that. Um, okay, next question. Ooh, this one just came from the chat. Um, What's up? Abby, 0007. What is your favorite fun fact? Uh, you know, oh, you know one that I really liked recently like a whole that, book I, on him. that I hate? I don't hate it, but it's just like, oh, my God. Um, it was a fun joke that I think, uh, I forget his name, Raul Cooley? <laughs> Dana, don't microwave anything right now. <laughs> Raul Dana, don't microwave anything right now we're, we're recording <laughs> this whole episode is down the drain now <laughs> every everyone because I have I mean because I haven't really like recorded from here yet <laughs> this is like the first time it's, it's happening it's happening. yeah we Guys. were in a new house and the microwave is just around the corner from here yes uh, it's all good. It's all good. Hey guys, this is the show that you wanted. You wanted more <laughs> of us. This is a little bit of the, the the peek behind the curtain, pulling back the veil on our, yeah. on, our, our on our Patreon episodes. Guys. You know, you know how uh, it is. So if you want to hear more of these episodes, you have to join the Patreon. But okay, so favorite <laughs> fun fact. Um, yeah. I would definitely like. So this one I thought was kind of cool, but uh, so Raul Coley, I think I sh- he was on iZombie. That was like the big thing that he, I remember him from. He's also going to be in Zack Snyder's. Uh, 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 something of the gods, fury of the gods, or something like that. Anyways, um, he posted this thing uh, on Twitter, and it was that Cleopatra, um, lived closer to our time now in 2021 than the pyra- than she lived closer to the pyramids of Giza. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. I, I was just like, what the? Heck? There was also like we're closer to uh, T Rex than. A T-Rex was to a Triceratops on the timeline. Yeah. I hate that. I, I think it's so cool. I think it's so cool because like, so the, the, the joke fact was like, you know, it was the same thing with Cleopatra closer to now than she was closer to the pyramids. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, and then she's like, Cleopatra is actually closer to the pyramids than she is about getting a PS5. And I'm like, yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's so true. Cause no one's going to get a PS5. Um, so that's one fun fact. Do you, Cor- do you have one? Uh, I was gonna do the T Rex one, but uh, okay. so I'm looking up another one uh, because I thought that was uh, very similar to yours. Um, uh, I'm trying yeah, to see please. these other ones that I know. Oh, 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 oh! Um, there are more stars. No, there's more. There's more trees on Earth than there are stars in the Milky Way. Oh, I, 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 on top of that, there are more water molecules in a bottle of water than there are bottles of waters in the world. Whoa. Okay, I didn't yeah. know that one. That uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson talked about that, and I was like, I. Uh, and but he's also saying like, that being said, there's so many water molecules in a bottle of water. They're all recycled water bottles, right? Or the yeah. all recycled water. Probably Abraham Lincoln's pee is in there. You know, like that's the yeah, probability dinosaur of how pee and stuff. Yeah, yeah, so it's like that kind of stuff. Um, like, oh man. And the, oh, I just had another one. And I just totally forgot yeah. it. Um, oh, you. Can, I think I gotta look that one up. I think if I remember correctly, that you can fit all of the planets. Between Earth and the Moon, all the the nine planets in our solar system, between the space that there is between Earth and and our Moon, but I want to make sure. 
I don't want to. I don't want to be telling. Any... I was like, that sounds real tiny. Um, yeah. One that's kind of spatial uh, is also a Neil deGrasse Tyson. If you were to look on like a macroscopic view, or yeah, an outside zoomed out view of the Earth, it would seem as it would seem smoother than any marble or any pool ball that we could ever manufacture. Um, Whoa, the Earth is so big, and then the the mountains and all of the like crevices and cracks would be so microscopic on the ball of the earth that it would be just like a bowl, like a, 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 a pool ball or our marble. Cause we wouldn't be able to tell the imperfections. And I think that's yeah. wild. Uh, it is true. You can fit all of the planets in our solar system between the average distance between the earth and the moon. That's dumb. Yeah. I hate that. <laughs> I hate that. We'd have to be able, we could travel through all of our planets before we get to our, our moon. That's why. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's wild. Uh, uh, good question. That was fun. Good, very good question. Please bring more questions like bees that. dance it. to tell each other uh, where to go. A group uh, of unicorns is called a blessing. A uni- unicorns? A, a group of unicorns is called a blessing. I call a, a group, group of unicorns a lie. And a group fantasy. of pandas is called an embarrassment. <laughs> is a group of dragons called uh, uh, a victory? <laughs> No, but uh, I know a group of, I mean, a group of coasts is a murder, but a group of ravens, I think, is a conspiracy. And a group of... of Crocodiles of, are called a congress. Uh, a group of... Hippos is called a bloat. A gr- I think there's something that's a gr- they're called like a, a business. Or a ferrets. Ferrets. It's a business, business of ferrets. I think, yeah, yeah I think it's a, a business of ferrets. Yeah. I definitely looked them up and I was like, I want to find the dumbest one. Uh, a group uh, of flamingos is called the flamboyance. Mm. So anyway, those are all my fun facts. Uh, next question from the chat. It's going to be from Ethan who uh, opinions on that new young justice poster. Obviously not much to go off, but Zatanna is featured prominently, which well, I'm excited for. Tom um, got me on that Young Justice life. Let's look up Young Justice. Real it's all quick. Tom's fault. I think he got me on that show uh, back in like 2015, 2016. Yeah. And n- no lie, I would go home on my lunch breaks to watch episodes. And I ended up watching the first two seasons in four days. Yeah, they're really good. And this was like, it was canceled. And I like, I had been just as I was with the Snyder cut. I was just like, look, bring it back, baby. Like, and all and the same thing, like Bruce, Tim and Susan uh, Eisenberg, who plays Wonder Woman and Justice League. They've all been saying, like, if you want more of this, you have to. And Let I talked about this, you got to vote with your dollars. You got to you know buy the merch. You got to buy the DVD. Put on. I remember. I remember. I put it on Netflix. I put Young Justice on repeat. I would just let it play while I went to work. Because I was like, I want that play count up. And they're like, you have to binge it. And like, there was a hashtag. Yep. It was like, binge Young Justice. And I was like, I'm here for it. Uh, are you looking at the the poster, Corey? Yeah. Uh, I just yeah. got corrected in chat. A group of Ravens is called an unkindness. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Not a conspiracy. There is one called a conspiracy. I just can't remember what it is. It's probably a group of vultures. Maybe. Uh, <laughs> this poster looks dope as hell, though. I like it for two reasons. One, uh, it features the the characters that we actually care about. Um, I think Young Justice season three was fine and dandy. Three? Yeah. Yeah, it was fine and dandy. They added a lot of characters in there. Um, they had this kind of, you know, outworldly B plot, C plot thing going on. Um, but these older characters kind of took a back seat. 
they were like the older mentors. And I understand it's called Young Justice, and you kind of want to keep it around the young kids. But these were the characters that we were invested. Like we want to see Dick Grayson, that that young kid who was like, "I'm Robin. I want to be Batman." That it's like, and then all of a sudden, I don't want to be Batman. Or like, yeah. Connor or Connell, who's like, I want to know what it's like to be the Superman. And like, you always know that, like, when he does get a chance to be like the one Kryptonian around, like, he does, or he is a little happy. And everything that happens with McGann is really great. So the poster in itself, um, it looks like there's a little bit of multiverse thing going on with like the the Earth behind him or that grid circular thing behind him. Yeah. Um, just purely with the question of like Zatanna being featured prominently. Um, I like that. Uh, yeah. I, th- I think uh, her character development of her father, Zatara, becoming Dr. Fate was huge. And then, mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. have you watched season three, Corey? Only half. Did you see the episode where uh, at what happens every year and she talks to Dr. Fate? She has this meeting. Mm, that doesn't ring a bell. It's it been is, a while, though. It is heartbreaking. It'll make you tear up. And I think that's a really in-depth thing that they implemented in the show. Also, I want to see Calderam. I really like Aqualad. Uh, I thought they made Aqualad really, really cool by Aqualad introducing... Aqualad is so cool. And and then making him buy in the show is like, oh, that was really cool. And, and I hope it kind of plays out the more than just kind of like a window dressing thing. And then actually, like, I get to see the character in a relationship. But also Tigris, you know, and Artemis, like, being like... I, I'm, 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 I'm waiting for Wally was dope. Yeah. I'm waiting for Say I'm waiting it. for Wally to come back. I'm I want Wally to come back. And uh, yes, Ethan is Ethan's on top of it uh, in the chat. Uh, Aqualad, aka called Ram, is not Aqualad. He is Aquaman. Mm-hmm. He's Aquaman now. That's why he wears the no orange. Doubt. Um, but yeah, I want Wally West to come back, and I want him to be like the Flash and Rebirth, where he's got the blue lightning and he's got like the hair up, and but he still wears but he wears a red suit. Mm-hmm. That, that was uh, actually a. a, a a comment I left on the the Twitter is like I love I love Ezra's Oh yeah, I, I saw that. Yeah. I was like, I wanna see one comic accurate Barry Allen because most of the time we get the name Barry Allen with like some Wally West thrown into it because Wally's fun. Barry's not fun. Like I'll be honest, like Barry Allen is kind of like I mean the, not but the thing fun. But, <laughs> but the I thing love you do the way the way you do it for me, and if I were to get my hands on these characters, I would do like Barry Allen's monk. Barry Allen is monk yeah. Tony Shaloub. Like <laughs> I can solve these mysteries. Um and he gets into a little bit of a hijinks, so it's a little bit like, you know, murder she wrote. Um, that like she just happenstance to be in these situations and can figure these things out. Barry, like if you do in a show, like I, I think they just like ramp up too much of like the powers and how do you make him like fun and cool? And it's like what makes him interesting though is like how does he break down these like crime scene investigation things? And it's like oh this isn't a suicide, this was a murder, or oh they didn't get killed by um, a car crash, they got killed by a bullet, and we didn't see those forensics things or whatever, the, you know, the, those things, and, like, the fact that yeah. he can, like, use his super speed to kind of bend the law or break the law in his favor, I think it could be done, and then you, every once in a while, trickle in that metahuman who's like, oh, that's how they killed him, because it was another speedster that, like, you know, punched yep. him, and they they died or something like that, you know, so, I don't know, to me, that's how I do it, because then, like, yeah, you don't need to have the team dynamic thing that the CW does, which, if you like it, I I was all for the CW stuff, but now I'm kind of like, every show's like a team show, and not really like what the Netflix Marvel shows were like, oh, I get to just have the one character and enjoy that, so. Jessica uh, Jones, bring it back. 
Oh, man. Um, uh, any of your thoughts on uh, this poster before we go to the last question? Just that I mean, I, I kind of I I didn't have much to say other than I love it. Um, it's nice to see that the characters that I wanted to see in more of in season three, which is why I think I trickled off. Mm-hmm. We're getting to a return to and and like like your point said, it's tough because you do want to keep it around the, the the young justice, but like it's hard to have that arc with those those characters for two seasons and then show up for season three and be like, oh, they're kind of background now, which is strange. It's um, so. It's nice to see that they're front and center. We can Mixed call in. them. We can call them millennial justice. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, last question. We'll yeah. Do this one from uh, Black Diablo Mamba. Shout out to Mamba. Questions. Uh, which two unrelated celebrities do you want to be in a new odd couple TV show? It could be anyone. And this is the follow up in the chat. Uh, mine would be Michael J. Fox and Keanu Reeves, which I think is <laughs> pretty awesome. Um, yeah. Uh man, odd couple celebrities. Do, does age matter? Like, could I could I de-age them to another? Hmm. It is in parentheses. It says it can be anyone. So I'd say yeah. Have have the fun with it. Because also, the first do, thing do, that came to mind. Do yeah. one that bends reality, then do one in our reality. Okay, because the first one that came to mind bends reality. Because I would love to see a like thirty something year old version of each of these people. Uh, uh, Tommy Lee Jones. Mm-hmm. And James Earl Jones, oh my god, as the odd couple oh. would make me. Would you call so the Jones happy. and Jones? Yeah, Joneses. Keeping up with the Joneses. <laughs> Joneses. <laughs> but that would be my odd couple. I would love to see Tommy Lee Jones and James Earl Jones in something, uh, in their like thirties. You know, baseball, Ray. No, <laughs> <laughs> there, there's a show that's on Hulu right now that is like I really, I'm really interested in the show because I feel like it kind of. Mm-hmm. Uh, bites into that odd coupleness. Uh, oh, it's a, it only murders here. Whatever. It's on Hulu. It's with Martin Short and Martin Sh- and, 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 and and Steve uh, Martin and, Selena, and, and Gomez. Selena Gomez. I'm I like, heard it's looks, really good. I, I want to start watching because just because I'm like, that's a very interesting group of people to have in a mm-hmm. show. And I love uh, Martin Short. I just love yeah. Martin Short. So, um, for me, uh, while you fi- figure out your your non reality one, your non reality. Yeah. So if I want to do a a, a reality bending one, uh, I would want um, odd couple. Oh, I mean, I think it has to be. Uh, it uh, it probably has to be. You know, actually, I wouldn't mind. You know what? You know what? Maybe what, it's <laughs> maybe it's you know Jessica. <laughs> Mia, I should. Um, I think it should be Jessica Henwick because mm-hmm. I think she's uh, rising up in the stardom, and I'm very glad because she's a hardworking actor who performs a lot of harsh stunts and trains and practices, and also uh, Asian, you know, Asian homies. I got to represent with her, and then during her prime, Catherine Hepburn. So if you if you want to know like what I'm talking about, watch a, a film. I think it's black and white. Bringing up baby. Um, and Catherine Hepburn's in there, and she's hilarious. Uh, she's 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 too smart for her own good, kind of thing. Where like she's she's got all the guys and all that all that stuff, and it, it's it's a good like um, it's a very good odd couple thing, like very stern man and very free spirit, but smart woman who like knows mm-hmm. more than all everyone else thinks, but also like the hijinks that they get into. And I feel like there would be a cool story of like those two people, those two actors portraying roles of like. 
what could it be? It kind of reminds me, it would be like kind of, um, what's that one? American Pickle? With uh, Seth Rogen plays yeah, with himself. Yeah, American Pickle. Yeah, yeah, Where it's like you have the old version and then you have the young version. So I'd want to have mm-hmm. both of them like time display so it could be like, but in our time frame. Right, 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 right. So they can have that. Uh, so that's your, that's your bending reality one? That's my bending reality one. What's your reality one? The f- uh, I'm still trying to think it out because I have a few people in mind, but what really snapped into my head was uh, Kristen Bell and Lizzie Kaplan. Oh. I think could make a really funny team in, in that like scenario. Because uh, I think they could they could both play either Oscar or um, Felix in the in the odd couple mm-hmm. scenario of, of the of the show and the and the movie. Um, but what came to mind instantly was Kristen Bell playing uh, Felix uh, and uh, Lizzie Kaplan playing Oscar the more uh, I think I got that right, right? Yeah, Felix is the more uptight one. Um, so Kristen Bell and, and Lizzie Kaplan came to mind. Um. Yeah. Part of me, just because I'm a I'm a dumb nerd, I kind of think it'd be great to have Tobey Maguire and Tom Holland. Oh man! <laughs> like, and I want like unchained Tobey Maguire, like him getting berated by paparazzi and then like telling people to get the hell out of the street and road. I mean, if you want to do a British comedy, you just keep uh, Tom Holland and uh, Andrew Garfield. You could. You could do that. And that's what I'm thinking. I was like, oh, man, this would be pretty great. Andrew like, Garfield and Tobey Maguire. And I'll start thinking, I was like, what about Michael Keaton and George Clooney? Yeah. Well, Brad Pitt <laughs> and George Clooney would be great, too. Well, yeah. Of course, Brad Don Pitt and George Cheadle Clooney. and Brad Pitt? Or I was thinking about Don Cheadle and Terrence Howard. Yeah. All right. <laughs> so I was just like, mmm. Could be fun. Mamba said, oh boy, part. in the chat. Oh boy. Look, I mean, that'd be really cool. I think there is something to it where you have these actors who have played the same role, living in the same place, and then just yeah. did tif- different things. Like, I just, I mean, imagine Robert Pattinson and George Clooney. Yeah. 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 You know what I mean? My, I mean, my, my honest answer is still going to go with the Tommy Lee Jones, James Earl Jones. Oh, yeah. That's still my, that's like my heart wants that to go back in a time machine and pitch that, you know, 50 years ago. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like as a, only as an odd couple thing, I only think I was like Cap- Catherine Hepburn and everything. Yeah. She, she's, yeah. she's the one. Um, but that's it. That's all Sweet. the questions we, we made got. It. Thank we you. We made it, everyone. Josh. Only <laughs> we did it. Two interruptions. <laughs> <laughs> it's, and, and they're all staying in. It's all oh, live, God, baby. Great. That's what you always get. Like everyone We're a production company. We're, we're, we get that, and I mean, well, I'm just telling you right now, when I listen to some shows and I hear their kids coming in, I'm like, you know what? They decided to keep them in. And you know what? I appreciate <laughs> this respect. You know, game, recognize game. You know what I'm saying? Like, we got to keep it real. Our audience is real with us. We got to be real with them. Speaking of audience, if you like what you heard today, uh, please leave us a review or a rating. It really, really helps us out. Uh, going on there, giving us them stars giving us a shout out on any 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 uh, podcasting audio app it's it's a it's a really helpful way to make sure we're getting heard oh yes i had one fun fact i found out that if you actually share this podcast from whatever podcasting app or whatever you're watching or listening this from your health uh, you 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 gain a day of your life Oh, that is a fun fact. That is a yeah. fun fact. I didn't know. Like, I, I found this out recently that uh, under the Harvard uh, uh, 1498 study, uh-huh. they were like, yeah, if you share the Nerd on podcast, right. uh, 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 podcast, you wherever. one day to your life, especially if yeah. someone you love, it's a day and a half. Did you know that? Yeah. Did you know that? If you someone it hates, it's two days. 
Um, but if you'd like to help us even more, uh, consider joining the Nerd On Nation, powered by Patreon. Uh, mm-hmm. It helps us keep the lights on. It helps us do cool stuff. You get access to bonus episodes that no one else gets to hear. Uh, you get a lot of behind-the-scenes stuff. You get... Um, Actually, it's two episodes per month. You get the extra and the minute, which are exclusive to Patreon only. And you get early access to every single, every other episode we do or create. Uh, so check that out. Uh, goes a long way to helping us be the best that we can be. And you also get access to the super secret special Discord, which is always popping and always bumping. Uh, yeah, I think that that's it. I did that just as smooth as Josh, I think. Yes, you did. And uh, it allows us to be the best that we can be. I did say that. I know. I just, I just want to say it because I, I feel like you know, I, I don't, I never get chances to just feel about that. And yeah. I just want to make sure I say. That oh, and as Mamba said in the chat, merch. We still got some exclusive merch that is going yeah. away soon. We have a four-year anniversary mug uh, where we covered the Cornetto trilogy, uh, as well as some, um, some old-school stuff that is leaving by the end of this year. Uh, so, so head on over to nerdon.tv backslash shop and check it out. I think that's it. That's it, baby. Manscaped. Sing us out. <laughs> anyway. You know the drill. As always, nerd on. Nerd on.